Hi, and welcome to A Mouthful of Bobby. That's right, it's your bite-sized breakfast audio companion personal pod drop with me, Bobby Zamboni. Hello, and welcome to another episode of your favourite morning show, broadcasting from the magnificent vessel, the SS Floater, from somewhere around the North Atlantic, in the sea somewhere... We have another fantastic show ready for you today with several interesting, entertaining and educational segments piping hot and ready for you to gulp down with your Weetabix. That's right, if you normally start your mornings with fruit juice, then we're the pulp. And though I might be quite the smoothie, I can tell you we're not innocent. (laughs) Yes, we're full of vitamin D, we're one of your five a day, and we'll keep that doctor away with threats of grievous bodily harm. Yes, it's a new morning, so don't get sobby, just open wide for a mouthful of Bobby. Okay, what have we got lined up for you today? Let's have a look. Oh, here we are! Looks like it's a special report on the inside workings of the nation's most popular internet providers. We've got our first sponsored segment with the owner of a new coffee chain. An exclusive update on my relationship status for all you stalkers out there. That's right, I'm talking to both of you. <laughs> and also, we'll be taking your calls to hear your cringiest zoo stories. Oof, might want to hide behind the sofa for that one, kids. But first, some special news about a new ability I've attained. I, Bobby Zamboni, am now telepathic. Now, I know what you're thinking. Alright, now it's time to open the phone lines and hear your input on this week's special topic, zoo faux pas. Yes, you heard me right, I want to hear about those times when you've been at the zoo with a Fanta Fruit Blast in one hand and a cheeky mint cornetto in the other, having the time of your goddamn life until you put your foot in it and accidentally commit a microaggression on a lemur. We've all done it and I want to hear your stories. Don't worry, you're not alone. I, for instance, had one too many Lucozades in 2004 and subsequently made untoward sexual advances on a rhino. God, that feels good to get off my chest. Now it's your turn. Call in and tell us your most embarrassing zoo tales. We've opened the telephone lines, and while we wait for your calls, let's go to our special technology report. Listeners, please join me in welcoming our scientific correspondent. She's the most informed consultant on both the commercial and technological aspects of the contemporary international computer networking sector. It's Dr. Patricia Clark. Dr. Clark, thanks so much for speaking with me today. Bobby, going on, use my Christian name. Like, I don't know how hairy your little toes are. Call me Trish, babe. All right, uh, Trish? Yeah. Trish, uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the sort of work you do? Yeah, of course, darling. So basically, you know how like, it's really difficult to find which internet provider is going to be right for your specific needs as a customer in our consumer-focused capitalistic society and stuff? Yeah. Well, I'm not a special kind of researcher what investigates all the different companies that want to sell your internet and your broadband. But I delve a little bit deeper and find all the hot goss they don't want you to know about so you can make a proper, sensible, well-informed decision about your internet provider. All right, so uh, are we talking about who has the best data transfer speeds, who's got fibre optic or not? Yeah, who got fingered behind the shed, who was sick in the cricket club toilets on disco night after four blue wickets. What? What? Maybe it would be better explained with a song. Absolutely not. Fair enough. How about I just give you a little insight into how slutty our nation's favourite internet providers really are. I think that you're going to whatever I say, Trish. Call me Trish, Bobby. I did. Okay, here we go. It's time to find out who's hot and who's not in the world of broadband and computer networks. Is that really appropriate? Wee! Number five, Virgin Media. Frigid as me nan and my man's a nun. Your nan's a nun? Yeah, me nan's a nun. No one's nan's a nuns. Um, Bobby, are you saying that there are no nun nans? None. What? None, no nun nans. Number four, Sky Broadband. Not before marriage, and even then you'll still have connectivity issues because she only lets you do it in the bum. 
Oh, wow. So, uh, this isn't your dad's internet provider? No, Bobby. My dad doesn't use the internet. He's got no thumbs. Well, that doesn't sound fun. Cunt. Anyway, number three. We have a big jump to talk talk. This one's easy as pie, Bobby, because as long as you can talk the talk, you can fuck her. Wow. Yeah. Number two. Plus net. More like sluts get. Okay. And now number one? No! I'd like to give an honourable mention to an internet provider that might not be on the board yet, but seem to be a real up-and-comer. Nice. In more than one sense, Bobby. E. E. Oh, really? We've not seen a lot of activity from the provider themselves, but Kevin Bacon will suck you. And finally, number one, the biggest trollop of them all, BT. BT? Yeah, the clues in the name Bobby BT stands for Big Tits and she knows it. Right. And apart from the name, is there any other evidence to BT's promiscuity? Yes. Jason fingered it behind the bins, and she just won't stop tweeting Chris Evans about how much she'd like to lick his walls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks, Trish. That was the top five sluttiest internet providers. Any final words for the audience, Twish? No, sorry, Bobby. I've got to run. I've got a bum appointment. But listen, I'll see you Tuesday, yeah? What's Tuesday? It's my big send-off, Wobby. I'm going to jump into the ocean forever. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today, Trish. No problem. Okay. See ya. Thanks so much again to Dr. Patricia Clark for that illuminating segment on internet provider promiscuity. Oh, but looks like we're receiving our first caller on the telephone lines telling us about their zoo pas. Let's hear them. Good afternoon, Bobby. Big fan. Just calling to say that in December of 2018, I asked a crested gecko when, when its baby would you, when really it was just overweight. I tell you, I still cringe about it now. Now it's time for our first ever sponsored segment. He's here to promote his new coffee franchise selling fine java from freshly ground coffee beans in three locations across the United Kingdom, all opening this August. Please welcome the owner of the Bean Hut, Count Dracula. Uh, yes, please welcome me. Oh, uh, uh, please, uh, come in, Dracula. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine, everybody. Everybody forgets. <laughs> uh, not at all. Hello, Scott. Thank you for having me. <laughs> now, before we begin, can I just ask, are you actually, like, the Count Dracula? Uh, 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 yes, yes, yes I am. Like yes. the OG Dracula, <laughs> Lord of Darkness, King oh, of Vampires, yeah. Emperor of the Night. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I have gone by all these names in the past, it is true. But uh, that's all behind me now, and I'm just here to talk about the great, great coffee we serve at the Bean Hut. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, of course. But I've just got to say, I'm one of your biggest fans. Well... Well, thank you, Scott. I mean, I've read all of your books. Well, those accounts were greatly exaggerated, but thank you, that's, that's very kind. I'm sorry for gushing like this. I, I just couldn't see you, the Count Dracula, walk well, into the studio without uh, <laughs> batting an eyelid. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, because of the bat thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, Very good, yeah. Scott. Now, now, uh, we don't just serve any kind of Joe at the Bean Hut. Uh, our coffee beans are imported directly from... Transylvania. Uh, no, 
Now, the climate is a little too cold for growing coffee there, I'm afraid. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Dad. <laughs> of course. I'm, I'm, I'm just a little starstruck. Uh, no, no problem, no problem. Let's just, let's just get back to the coffee. <laughs> please, please. Now, we have an extensive menu at the Bean Hut with all the classics, your Americano, your latte. Mocha. Oh, yes, yes, mocha, cappuccino, all the classics. But we're also hosting a new Misterichino. <laughs> a special new coffee changing every month with a different secret ingredient for each page of the calendar. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. And the first customer who guesses the secret ingredient each month wins a month's supply of fresh coffee from the Bean Hut. <laughs> I've got to say, Count, that sounds like an incredible promotion. Oh, well, thank you, Scott. <laughs> and can I take the first guest at August's secret ingredient? Oh, 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 please! Is it blood? No. No, it is not. That, that would be disgusting. But you, but you love blood. I love shellfish too, but I don't want any prawns in my coffee. Look, look, I really just want to talk about my coffee. And your vampire fixation is, is getting in the way of My crucifixation, if you will. I won't! Look, the draining of blood and murder of virgins is completely at odds with the values held by the Bean Hut Limited. And I need you reminding the public of my unholy nature like I need a hole in their head. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. And you've already got two in the neck. Look! <laughs> Look. Look, I need this business to succeed. All of my savings are wrapped up in it. Then... The stakes are high. Oh, fuck you, Scott! I come in here in good faith. I'm trying to make a new life. I'm, I'm trying to stop I'm being a... Look, I'm sorry, Count. What? I'll stop. I promise. I, I apologise. This has all been very unprofessional. And I really admire what you're doing. Really? Really. I think it's great you've turned things around, you know? You've done some bad things in the past. Haven't we all, but... Now it's your time in the sun. Oh, no, that would be horrible. <laughs> of course. But, but you're right, Scott. These vampires turn things around. Now I'm just about great coffee at a reasonable price. <laughs> and you can count on it. <laughs> count. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Right, that is it. I'm going to kill you, Scott. Come here. Oh, don't get cross. Oh, no. <laughs> Hiya, I'm Catherine, I'm from Scunthorpe, and I once punched an owl in the face because I thought it called me a whore, when really it called me a fat cow. Alright, if you heard the previous episode of A Mouthful of Bobby, you might have uh, overheard the end of my relationship with one Felicity Bitchell. Sorry, that's meant to be Mitchell, I accidentally called her a huge fucking bitch. Whoops, what a slip of the cunt. Sorry, tongue, sorry, slip of the tongue. Um, but... Luckily for me, I'm pleased to report that after a short period of being single, I have actually uh, very recently found a partner that I'm much more compatible with, and she's agreed to come onto the show today. Uh, please welcome to the show, Bobby, sorry, uh, Poppy Zambobby. Uh, Poppy, welcome to the show. Have a seat. Oh, hello, Bobby. It's great to be here, especially with you, the man I love. Yeah, likewise, Poppy. 
I hope this isn't too presumptuous of me to ask, but uh, would you be able to tell the uh, listeners at home uh, just a few of the things that make me so attractive to you, Poppy and Bobby, my real girlfriend? Of course, Bobby, the love of my life. My favourite things about you are just, you know, how mature you are and how ready, how ready for a commitment with another woman you are. And, yeah. Really? That's interesting. That's really interesting. What a coincidence, Poppy. Because those are actually, exactly those are the reasons that um, Felicity, my previous girlfriend, you know her. I know her. Uh, Felicity, she quoted to me when she said that she felt our relationship couldn't continue. Well, she must have been blind and stupid. What a huge piece of fucking shit. (laughs) Oh, Poppy. Also, another thing about you, Bobby, is how sexy and hot you are. God, I think you're the hottest man I've ever seen in my life. And that penis, wow! I mean, really, I, I just find it truly inconceivable that Felicity broke up with you. Who could ever give up such a hot piece of ass? I agree, Poppy, and while I think that the reasons she gave splitting up were at best unreasonable and at worst downright false, I think if she came back, <laughs> I'd probably forgive her. Yeah, because you're so forgiving and great, and that's another reason why you're so great. Yeah, and and you know what? If Felicity did come back, I would stand aside and let her have you. Really? Yeah, because I know how bad she must feel knowing that someone else is with you now. Me, Poppy Zambona. Bon. A real person, but I'd still have to step aside if Felicity came back. Because we both know, Bobby, you're just too much for me in the bedroom to handle. What a thing to say, Poppy. So the bottom line is, I'm with someone new, a great, sexy, real person. But also, if you came back, Felicity... She would step aside. I would step aside. She would step aside so that you could be with me again. So, just think about it. Just think about it. Okay. Uh, hello, hello there. My name's Manchester. I'm 73 and I'm from Daniel. And 30 years ago to this day, I stabbed an endangered moth in the eye with a pencil after I mistook it for a sheet of paper. Bye. Okay, folks, that's it for today's mouthful. We really hope you enjoyed the show, enough that you might even send it to a friend who could like it just as much. The artwork for the show was made by Alex Burns, and the music was by Otho Molina, and links to these artists can be found in the podcast description. Thanks again to Dr. Patricia Clark, Scott Abona, Count Dracula, and my great new real girlfriend, Poppy Something, and to our amazing listeners who phoned in with their zoo stories. Again, we are on Apple Podcasts and The Seven Seas. Thanks again to Horatio Wildstream-Jones for letting us use a ship. And thanks once more to you for tuning in. That's it for today's mouthful. Don't forget to swallow. <laughs>